song. I, I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to call. The French duh, not the duh, duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. With Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length I wanted to play this song. If it plays. Okay. Let's watch full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. Hi. Let's watch oh, This is Carl. Movie I'm Mike's friend. On YouTube I wrote Michael this song. My turn-ons are sad sheets. Welcome to Let's Watch a Full Night Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Carl, hi. Hi. That was two theme songs by Carl, back to back. And I'm overdue, overdue for a new one. Well, I got a big demand for the original. That's why I had to play it after what I liked. Understood. Yeah, so I get a lot of compliments on that, so I have to play that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our podcast, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, as it's known on YouTube uh, channel, on Twitter, uh, on iTunes, at uh, mutinyradio.fm. We're Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube, and that's where you can find us on Facebook. I don't care what part of the country you're in, you're now officially a member. I don't care if you joined Facebook four months ago and now are members of 56 groups. You sound legit to me. I'm going to let you in. So come join yeah. our group on Facebook. And, uh, of course, our blog spot is where it's at. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube.blogspot.com uh, where the embedded movie and the podcast are together with a little write-up uh, so you can enjoy the full experience of what we do watching a full-length movie on YouTube and talk over it. And also, I should mention, YouTube channel, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Subscribe, subscribe. My man Carl spends a lot of time syncing up the podcast with the movie, Copyrights Be Damned, and posting it on yeah. YouTube. But you're absolutely <laughs> right. I've been syncing it up. You're absolutely right. I mean, where did you get the movie in the first place? Relax, yeah. dude. Yeah. We Copyright. got it from your company. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have a problem putting ads on something that someone posted. Yeah. Something yeah, something tells me that they're not going to object to the hottie and the naughty your movie today. There won't be any copyright complaints. <laughs> you think YouTube is like, hey, you got to take that shit off our channel. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it's terrible. <laughs> copyright reasons? No. I've, mine's been blocked <laughs> multiple times. Oh, hey, I'm here with Paul Brumbaugh from The Edge hey, of Insanity, and he just said his YouTube channel got blocked, and because... Multiple times. I've just actually had copyright infringement from multiple people because I have third-party stuff. Uh -huh. so, uh, we only have one strike, so... Unless you alternate, alter it some way, either the, the visual, you got to do the visual and you have to do the audio. So you have to like speed up or change the pitch of the audio, 
and you uh, have to obscure. Well, forget it. No, no, no. That's just too. I don't. Yeah. I can't watch anything like that. Ladies right. and gentlemen, last week uh, we are broadcasting live as we always do here on MutinyRadio.fm every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific, five percent, five percent Eastern. <laughs> 5 p.m. 4% Central. 4% Central. What's up with mountains? 3%. And, uh, Nobody knows mountain time. Even the people in mountain time are like, what? What What time is it? Wouldn't that be cool? You get to watch prime time at 7 o'clock. High five. <laughs> You'd be watching Letterman while everyone else is fucking finishing dinner. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Do we still watch Letterman? So I, uh, I watch Letterman. Uh, on Netflix? So, he, uh, so last week we didn't have no, a... Our show, uh, there was a technical difficulty. Our show broadcasted live, but however, it did not. No, it, it just didn't broadcast. So I don't have a backup copy as of yet. Uh, so that's a lost episode. But if yeah. you, uh, I hope you didn't unsubscribe. We want you to follow this RSS feed. Uh, even if you don't make it to the whole movie, you should still have us in our subscription. So we do apologize for the absence of last week's show, but we are back and uh, proud, and it's great to be here. At Mutiny Radio. So, Carl, tell me about this movie we're watching today. We are watching The Hottie and the Naughty. Now, if you're searching for it on YouTube, of course, Hottie, you know, has two T's. But Naughty is like Hottie with an N. It's not like when you don't get presents from Santa because you were naughty. It's Naughty, like N-O-T-T-I-E. So the this, Hottie and the Naughty. If this movie was made 30 years ago, it would be called The Naughty Hottie. That's a good one. 40 years ago, maybe, in the 70s. Now, the one I recommend doesn't have the in the title. Okay. If you just search for hottie and naughty, uh, you'll come up with it. Let me see here. It is, the, 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 the person who published it is, believe it or not, it's Posts, P-O-S-T-S. Okay, I see it that right there. Uses me. What I'm going to do is I'm going to click the, uh, the to play yeah. it, and then I'm going to hit pause immediately. So I'm going to allow it to buffer its little magic YouTube wheel and get it synced up. And we want you to get synced up with us. The whole concept of this podcast is to watch this movie on YouTube with us while listening to the podcast, whether you do it live right now or you do it through our fantastical yeah. podcast feed uh, or on our Blogspot or on our MySpace. Uh, or on our MySpace. Oh, and I should mention, we are also on a new social media site called Arena, A-R-E dot A. Look for our podcast, uh, I forgot what they call it, page. All right. Uh, wow. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. I'm just getting used to uh, saying that. I know. But you know what? It's unique. And in this internet world, we need a unique brand. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Agree. Agreed. All right, so let's go ahead, and we're going to start watching The Hottie and the Naughty uh, from 2008. This is a pretty right. recent film 2009. For us. It 2009. was shot in 2008, huh. released in 2009. Uh, <laughs> that reminds me of what I released this morning. Okay, so let's uh, go ahead and uh, <laughs> give me a countdown. A year in the making, that poop. Yeah. <laughs> Where did that come from? Uh, what organ was holding that? Go ahead, uh, Carl, give us a countdown. Okay, um, is Paul close by? Maybe he could do it. He's in the other cell. Oh, here he comes, the lavender voice himself. Uh, <laughs> All right, I got two on. The edge of countdown. All right, here we go. Get your fingers a-hovering, and in three, two, one, go. Pow. Pow. Okay, you should see purple. Well, I, I took me a stars, second. I see, I'm seeing stars. 
Uh, I'm actually at seven seconds. Purple picture. There we go. Oh, yeah. Like my... I'm coming up on... Uh, okay, so you see the classroom. Yeah. This is third grade. Okay. Yeah, I remember third grade. I used to wear shirts like that. Mm-hmm. Look at her. She's a naughty. Oh, right, because she has a word on her face. Mm-hmm. So... <sighs> Lunchbox. Uh, you know, Carl, why don't you tell me the history of this movie? Why did this movie uh, Okay, happen? so this movie is all Get about made. Paris Hilton. This is a star vehicle for Paris Hilton. This is a way for Paris Hilton to be like, I'm not just famous because I'm famous. I'm famous because I'm an actress. Well, she just got the title role. And then Joel David Moore. Man, I can't wait to punch that guy's face in a couple minutes. <laughs> Uh, the he's the, there's the childlike version of the lead, but wait till you see the lead. I think he's a naughty personally. And then Christine Lacken as the naughty, right? Uh, yeah, she now she's a very pretty woman. But oh. uh, in this movie, what they do is they um, dress her up to be ugly. They give her thinning hair. They give her a mole. They give her toenail problems. They give her teeth problems. And so they say. We're the opposite of vanity here. Uh, one is hot and one is not. And uh, Chris, uh, she's Christine Lakin is the not. Her name is June Fig is in the movie. Okay. She's all about look. She is in this movie, but but really she's a TV person and she's on TV series and video games. Oh, the, the naughty is an actual. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, God forbid we should have a real ugly person on, on the screen. Actually, I mean, well, I'm serious. God forbid I'm paying money for this movie. I don't really want to look at an ugly person. Okay, here we are 20 years later. Somewhere in Maine. In Maine. And he, this is actually the, one of the only funny scenes. All right, so let's He's crank singing this up. a song about all the bad things his girlfriend did. just an emotional girl. She rips off my suits and cuts off the sleeves and shaves my head while I'm fast asleep. Sometimes I feel she's the princess and I'm just a pee. She's <laughs> now she's going to do the Alcabon. Uh-oh, she's picking up that guitar. Why? Don't allow him to do it. It's a weird scene because she's like, I love you and you don't love me back. So she does all these horrible things, including run him over. Oh, okay. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> well, what you mean because he lived? Yeah. So this guy is the adult version of the child we saw during the beginning of the credits. That's right. And this um, girlfriend here wasn't in the beginning. She's like a Johnny Come Late. She's a main girl. She's her, his he, main girl. Yeah, his, this is his main girl. His uh-huh. main squeeze. <laughs> main. Uh, I'm going to live for about 40 years and die of tuberculosis. Oh. What? Like same. Yeah. <laughs> Maine. I'm a New England. Okay, look, see that's funny. She goes, I'm taking my drawer with me. You know how Oh right. So she took her she's drawer. taking the stuff with her. Yeah. And he's like, Do you have to literally take the drawer? Oh, and his car had someone spray painted loser on it. You see, that's the weird thing. She's like, I love you, you don't love me back. So she does all this aggressive stuff, like point loser. Like, does she hate him or love him? <laughs> both. Well, in every movie like this, we have to establish that everyone thinks the hero is a loser, right? They usually give a speech, you know what, you're nothing but a loser. And they'll be like, what? You know, every yeah. so, but this movie, they literally just paint it on the car, just get straight yeah. to the point. 
He is the slacker. Oh, he's a slacker. Well, this movie's 2008, so is he a slacker or a millennial, Carl? Oh, uh, he's not. Well, it might be old news. The term slacker came out in late 90s, I know. Or maybe right. it was mid-90s, but she you know, is under the car and she opens the door to talk to him. Yeah, he's all right, though. So this is a cartoony movie. Yeah, just it, there's some... He's got scuff marks on his chin. You yeah, know. right. And the camera is a camera eye view of, of him on the ground. Now well, she drives away. Yeah. Oh, yes, he drives away. He's all right. Now he has an epiphany. The reason I don't love her, because I don't love any girl except for... Paris Hilton. Yeah. Chris, Third Christabel. grade. Christabel. Christabel Abbott. And now Seabell. there she is. Crabbit. Christabel. No, oh, she's in the drawer, his drawer next to a mixtape. That's bad news. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and that candy uh, tart necklace. How old is that? About fifteen years. Well, sugar doesn't uh, sugar doesn't rot. So sugar I can doesn't eat, go bad. I could eat sugar from thirty years ago. Yes, you could. Yeah. All right, I'll be right back. Carl, what <laughs> did right, I do? I'll, I'll hold on. I'll just keep going. Oh, there. Oh, there's the naughty. naughty. They're best friends. Best best friends. Oh yeah. Well, of course the hotties need naughties. Oh, I probably he realizes she's the one for him. Now she has since moved to Los Angeles, and he's like, "That's it. I'm going to L.A." Right. Well, otherwise this movie wouldn't start. Don't tell me he goes to uh, Venice Beach, right? Oh, here we go. Somewhere in Los Angeles, he just drove from Maine. Right, and he's driven three thousand miles, and he's going to his old friend, the The Brady Bunch, the Brady Bunch, looking from the house. It oh. is kind of Brady Bunch looking. This guy is doing some buff shit. Uh, no, that was somebody on the television. Oh, I see. Um, the guy is uh, coming up. Let me see here. So this this main guy, I know he has an opinion of who is hot and who is not. But make no misunderstanding, this guy is very ugly. Yeah, that's right. You know, he now looks- this guy's name is Joel David Moore. Right. And I know him from Avatar. That's when, that's the time in which I, uh, you know, was he, first took notice of him. Was he one of the fellow soldiers? He was one of the fellow scientists. Okay. Now, this is Arno. He was the nose picker. Arno uh, Blout. He's got a great look to him. What a look. Yeah. He definitely looks like every other character actor. These guys, they look like types or they're not, so it's a little unsettling. Like, this guy looks like uh, Shaggy fucked uh, Skeet Ulrich and had a baby. <laughs> or uh, he looks like he, uh, he ate ass without a dental dam, right? <laughs> he looks like uh, an after picture of an exploding guitar, uh, exploding cigar, excuse me. I'm now, saying, the premise here I'm is saying, that... I'm saying this goatee looks like ass marks. Ass he looks like an exploded cigar. Yeah. Now, the premise here is that he has been following um, the hottie for all these years. I mean, Nate comes to say, look, I want to get the hottie. She's my only girl. And he's trying to say, forget it. There's no way. And why? Because the naughty still lives with her. They're best friends. And she's like a cock block. Now, this is their yearbook from 1987. So that squarely puts it in Mike Spiegelman age. Yeah. So this guy's a Category. slacker. He's a he's a Gen I can Xer. Just smell his bad breath, man. Oh my god, his breath is so bad. It, that's not even goatee hair around his <laughs> mouth. 
That's after Now, when I was looking up this film, of course, I looked up Avatar because that's where I saw his face from. And I discovered that right now they are filming an Avatar 2 that is to be released in 2020. And at the same exact time, they're filming an Avatar 3, which they intend to release in 2021. I believe so, like, there's an Avatar. Yeah, Avatar 3. Yeah, insane. Well, they're they're while they're shooting Ava- they're shooting both Avatar two and three at the same time right, right now, and he's all over it. And Avatar four and five it claims are in pre production, which means we didn't do shit, but we intend to make it. We got to stop this before it's too late. I mean, we've had we've I been slacking they, off for eight years about this. Disney bought Avatar. Oh, really? And there's a there's a ride at Disney now, like Avatar World or something. So when you and, wait in line, they show you the movie. Oh, hey, look, they are using Venice Beach. They're saying, that's a bad movie rule if a movie takes place on Venice Beach because uh-huh. it's a movie shot in L.A. and it needs to be wacky. Where do they go? Venice Beach. And no one could afford any house here. Uh, at least these guys don't pretend they have an apartment like in Romeo and Michelle, which I do like. But in movies like uh, Mixed Nuts and uh, Spare Change, and uh-huh. uh, they use this – Oh. Um, Oh God, that's science. Southland Tales. They use Venice yeah. Beach kind of as a as a L.A. joke, as kind of like this is a wacky part, you know. These are stalker types. Oh, so then they're across the uh, path from other stalker types. Right now, here comes Christabel, and she's the hottest girl in Los Angeles, and of course it's Paris Hilton. Oh, so these are the individual stalkers. Individual stalkers, right? Oh, and here she is, Paris now, Hilton. Now, if you take a good look at her, I am. She is pretty. She is youthful. Yes. That's what makes her pretty. Right. She is thin and youthful and smooth skin. And she's blonde. You took a but lot of you research. Look at her face, Are these your notes, Carl? How many pages of notes do you have about this? Yeah, I'll look at her face. Four. Okay. All right. Four. If you take a look, she's not gonna. She's gonna age out. She. I mean, she'll always be an heiress, but she's gonna age out. Why do heiresses and rich people look so great? Can you explain that to me? I'm just a layman. A very poor girl who's blonde and thin and beautiful and young with thin, with smooth skin. She's going to look beautiful. But but give it, you know, 25 years. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Is, in reality, she's not the, the hottie compared to other starlets. I mean... Well, right now, Santa Monica, Venice Beach is empty. But normally there's like every other woman that looks like her. Uh, as well as okay, women who don't so, look like her that are great looking. He just uh, right. tossed her to the ground, to the beach. Oh, she landed now in the sand. He's like, hey, I know you. I wasn't just smelling your hair. <laughs> I'm from third grade. I'm Nate. You might know me from the Scooby Doo fan club. Yeah, he does kind of look like Shaggy. He looks like. He's got the goatee. You know, he's portrayed by Matthew Lillard. It looks like. Shaggy wearing, uh, dressing up as Matthew Lillard. That's how bad this guy looks. <laughs> he looks like the sidekick to Scrappy-Doo. He's the Shaggy version of Scrappy. <laughs> like a Scooby has Shaggy, and then I'm sure Scrappy has this guy. Oh, Mike, something very, very interesting. When I was looking up Joel David Moore, I found out that he was in a movie called CBGB. Oh. It was a 2013 movie, and he played Joey Ramone. Get the fuck out of here. That's Joey Ramone. I respect this guy now. I'm only making fun of him because because of the premise of this movie. Like, I think this guy is average looking anyway, so where does he get off uh, picking? Yeah. So that's, that's the only reason why I say. Yeah. Yeah. So 
I have now put in my Netflix queue CBGB. We'll see what this movie's all about. Now, I've not, never heard, heard of it, so it's probably I've, I've not I've heard of it, good. but I heard it's kind of dull. I mean, let's put it this way. If it was good, we would have known about it. Did you know that CBGB's owners were making a uh, folk music venue and a country music venue? Well, that's the initials, right? The acronym is Country right. Blues Bluegrass Club. CBGB. Uh, An Omnifug, right? Oh, Omfug, right, which is Omfug. old music, uh, ambi- uh, Occidental. Old guitar. <laughs> oh, man. Fuck you, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Google would tell us if we weren't so distracted by watching a movie. Okay, oh. so right now they're catching up. Right. And he's finding out that June still exists. But he's a liar because he already knows that. He's also lying that he didn't come here to see her. He's lying. He's saying he's a personal trainer. Which is supposed to be funny because he's not—he's not exactly in shape. Right, he's not in LA sh- shape. He's not Muscle Beach shape fit. Right. Yeah. By the way, now, which so, way to Muscle Beach? Carl's, you're pointing so she, to your penis. Yeah, go ahead. She says, "Oh, if you're a personal trainer, why don't you come to my gym? We're going to do yoga, and you can see June, my roommate, and and reconnect with her again too." Wow, that's we just set up this whole plot, and it's very hard for me to watch uh, Paris Hilton act without a burger in her hand. She, uh, this is a West Coast thing. She did a commercial for Hardee's, Carl's Juniors, where she uh, oh. wore a bikini and ate one of their burgers while washing down a car. <laughs> and it was like you know, uh, uh, don't talk to me. I'm eating. It was the uh, fast food mo- logo. Ooh, so she's blowing the knuckles of this guy because her stage name was London Sheraton. Whose stage name? In 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 the commercial, her. Oh, I, I was see. trying to make a dumb joke. Oh, right, so because it was Paris Hilton. Yeah, she used a pseudonym. She was she was Venice Marriott. You know, uh, I wouldn't say that she slept around, but uh, she had more men going in and out of her than the actual Paris Hilton. Ladies and gentlemen, boom, boom. Remember, that was the, like, she was a punching bag back then. That was good. That was good. The actual Paris Hilton. The actual Paris Hilton. Now, in researching this movie, I did see that porno again, and that thing was going to poke her eye out. So hang on a sec. I don't think I've seen... Is that the one where uh, the guy's wearing like ultra red? Oh, there's the naughty. She looks great. Uh, she looks great. Let's get back to Paris's porn tape. That's the one where the guy was wearing like... Uh, uh, video game goggles and you could see in the dark and everything was green? I don't... I didn't see that, no. I saw a BJ. Him. Ah. Did it, was that video called A Night in Paris? <laughs> Good one. No, I think that's what they called it. We'll always have Paris. Oh, that's what it is. Uh, forget Paris. <laughs> uh, that was a Billy Crystal movie. That wasn't actually a porn film. I was a little disappointed. I, I forgot. <laughs> All right, so now we're watching the Naughty's foot fetish. Oh, it still has that toenail. So that toenail comes back, right? Carl? I think Carl's masturbating. Hang on a second. Stand by, please. Okay, I got you, I got you. Carl, stop masturbating to the Naughty. I can't hear you. I'm almost done. 
<laughs> Coming, mother. Oh, that's funny. That's fireside okay, theater. Okay, it's all done now. I. Uh, all right, so that's good. Uh, hold on, let me get a tissue. Okay. Yeah, go ahead, flush. Okay, so here's the naughty, as you know, and she's got thinning hair. Right. She's gross. got bad not, teeth. Not. She's got a mole. Not. And she's got foot fungus. Not. Now. If Paris Hilton is really the character that she pretends to be, like, I want to help her, I want to help her, I want to help her, she would have done it. She wouldn't have right? waited for the last, because she's going to do it the last 20 minutes of the movie, right? Right. So for the last five years, for the last eight years, what has she been doing? She's been laying this Planning? naughty walk around Los Angeles looking like that. He lived in Los Angeles, right? Because the third grade stuff, that was obviously Southern California with the palm trees. I guess I guess yes. I think that he lives there, and that's why he's coming back. All right. And uh, that's where it took place, the third grade. I think so. Okay, now we're looking at yoga pants from nine years ago, five right. years ago. But then we see, now here's the, um, June has all these, um, like, bed sores on her. Oh, we'll see man. in a minute. <clears throat> bed I think bites. the instructor is more pretty than Paris. There's the bed sores. Ouch. Oh, yeah, those things bite. Now, there's a continuity error here in that the sock is on one foot, and then when it goes up and it's in his face, it's on a different foot. Right, and we watched this so, in the trailer last week. Let's there see, we there he goes. He's got the sock. Sock it to me. Sock it to We're me. We're really doing the jokes now. Sock it to me. Yeah, well, you need this for the trailer, these jokes. Because <laughs> you just need 30 like, seconds of jokes throughout this whole movie, and then you edit it into Jim a Jim Carrey is like, I wish I had that kind of... You said Joey Ramone gets you. Motion. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ace Ventura, ladies and gentlemen. Now, for some reason, Paris likes him. I don't know why. Right now, she's asking. He is asking her out, and she confesses and reveals that June's a virgin. She's never had a boyfriend, and she made a promise to herself that until June has someone in her life, she's not going to date. So that wow. sets up the premise. That um, the cock blocker here, you know, the way to get to Paris Hilton is to get the hook ugly, her somebody friend. up with the naughty. That's the classic when you see a hottie and a naughty in the bar, and you have to go get a wingman to go double date with you. Am I right? The game. Yeah. Hashtag the game. Yeah. What would the game? How I met my wife. <laughs> oh yeah, she she needed uh, someone. You were the naughty. I'm trying to. She, yeah, my wife was the naughty. Oh. What? Yeah. No, I was saying you were the naughty. No. <laughs> you were the ugly Look at best friend. Look at that. See her. She knows something's up. She knows. Yeah. Those see the two way she's are. hugging that yoga mat. That's not normally how you do it. She knows something's <laughs> up. So we should mention that the title comes from the mind of Paris Hilton because uh, she had. That's a, hot. That's hot. And then she would say that's not. Or would she say that's not, or she would say that's hot? Mike, check this out. Check this out. All right, I'm checking. Paris Hilton actually trademarked the phrase, that's hot. And then she sued the Hallmark card company for using it. Good for her. That is very savvy. Uh-oh, it's a Mario. Oh, let's watch I Mario. I could not find out the outcome of the, uh, the, the lawsuit. lawsuit, even though, yeah, I guess I could have kept on Look, He's playing at 64, man. He's got, this guy's got style. Um that's the mom, as you know. We've seen her before. Right, is she like all over TV? But you might know her from Norbit. Oh, was she just? Or thank you for smoking. I've seen both those movies. 
She was in Liar Liar. Three movies, three for three. She was the tattoo artist in uh, Memento. God, wow. Well, there you go. That's that's who everyone knows, the tattoo artist. But after this film, she never again was in a movie. She was always on TV. Now, it's good TV. Right. She was in good she she was in quality parts, you know. Right. And she had voiceover work and but um but she was never in a movie again. But I wouldn't call this a movie. I mean look the way it looks. It looks like the Brady Bunch. The house? Yeah. The way the yeah. colors are and just the setup. Now soak up the mom now because you're never gonna see her again the whole movie. <sighs> if this movie came out today, it would be like a Netflix exclusive. <laughs> this film won Razzies. Oh, I know. I remember that. It won every Razzie. I think they came up with categories uh, to come up. And Razzie's got announced this year, too. And the big controversy is the movie Mother uh, got nominated for, like, Worst Picture, Worst Actress, Jennifer Lawrence, and uh, Worst Director. Mm-hmm. But what can you say? Last year was all about Transformers 5 and the second Fifty Shades of Grey, which are both terrible, terrible movies. Now, this is um, not a date, okay, this little picnic here, because they're getting together, he's scamming her, to try to fix up June, okay? Now, the internet thinks the stupidest line in the whole movie and the best line in the whole movie is delivered in the scene okay. when she said that, you know, she, re, uh, she says that life without orgasms is like a world without flowers. Oh, let's, uh, is it coming up? Yes. And this, right. towards the end of the scene, but I'm not sure when, so you can have it on half volume. I, I wish the scene would never end. Half volume. Uh, finally, uh, someone else who listens to our podcast. Thanks, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. His name is... Uh, George Cauldron. No, it's Cole Slauson. He said, I found somebody to hook up with uh, June, and his name is, he looks at the coleslaw, and he goes, Cole Slauson. <laughs> this isn't like your other friend, Big Beanies. <laughs> the tagline is, she's hot, she's not, he's nuts. <laughs> Do you remember that TV show? He's 26 in this? Yeah. So, but he went to high school in 87? Uh... His yeah, buddy looked at it 80, 87, and he's 27 now, and this is 2007. Eight. No, no, she is. She's 27. She is 26 in, during this film. Okay, but she's supposed to be playing somebody. Uh, Who graduated in 80. So she's supposed to play a 37-year-old. Because yeah, it was 87, and it was 2008. Okay, so it says volunteers needed for medical experimentation. Testing 50 bucks a week. Skin biopsy. 500, 500. Oh, look at him. Oh, he's making it this look like... This is his big plot to... We, we missed her line, by the way. Oh, <laughs> This I'll is rewind. her big... His big plot to find somebody to date the naughty. <laughs> oh, he wants ugly people who need, have skin biopsy issues to... Uh... Pick it up. Wow, this is before the internet, Carl. You had to post your uh, flyer on yeah. the campus board, post. Yeah. Look, that guy's like, hey, is there an anti-Israel poster I could put up? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's name is Adam Colbersh. 
Oh, and he, he does a lot of TV, a lot of TV. Is he going to be a foil? No, he's going to be the, uh, no, wait, no, oh, he's not going to be a foil. He's going to date. He's Cole Slauson, sir. Yeah, Cole Slauson. So he's going to call the number. He found a sucker who's dumb enough to do anything for 500 bucks. <laughs> oh, and he's using the payphone. God, this movie's weird. Oh, he just confronts him right off the bat. So now he proposes like the date, going on a date, and 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 this guy Adam is like, um, he still is has his hands up. Dress? Is this guy a good actor? No, no, no. It doesn't look like it. No, no, no. If it, if it goes, you got me all wrong. Buddy. It's you in a dress. <laughs> this woman, you in a dress. No, no, this is a real woman. Okay, but 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 I have to be honest. She's be honest. This guy is not a good actor. He's just waiting for his lines. It's <laughs> all right. Well, he's being apprehensive. Oh, and, I got it. Uh, no, it's all right. I'm performing sketch comedy today, uh, right after the show, so I can't really judge anyone's acting. So, I see myself in his acting. Oh, and I see myself <laughs> in this guy. You, Mike, I saw you do that acting thing with that newsroom thing, and you were very, very, very good. Oh, well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. That was fun. That was uh, my friend Ashton Tate. I think uh, the YouTube channel is called Stay After School, and mm -hmm. it was, uh, uh, I guess it's one in a series. I haven't been asked back, but it's about a gas station Aww. news network, uh, and it was pretty good. So it's out there. Maybe I'll post it. So right now, the naughty is doing her job of cock-blocking. So he, uh, she's totally dissing the hell out of this slick guy who's trying to pick up Paris, and she's, like, nailing it. By the way, we'll never hide the fact that you haven't been laid by anybody you haven't had to pay for in over a year. So why don't you and your sorry head full of doll's hair take a little walk back to the bar, have another shot of Jaeger, and give my friend here some space in case a real man comes by, huh? <laughs> Who told you I used to sell Porsches? <laughs> All right, way to go, Naughty. I, we all need a Naughty to kind of... Uh, For the director, this was his first and last major motion picture. Oh, well, poor guy. Mm -hmm. And that was probably him getting dissed by Paris, his friend. Paris Hilton, uh, her credit on here is not just actress, but executive producer. Yeah, I saw that credit. So, by the way, one yeah. of the names listed in the opening credits was The Greg Wilson, with a T-H-E. Greg Wilson? No, with, with, the, with the article, The, beforehand. Like a lowercase dog. Doug Greg Wilson? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that was in the opening <laughs> credits. The Greg Wilson. <laughs> That's funny. Now, he, uh, uh, our buddy here is Cole Slauson. Is Cole's... getting his first glance. I Wait. dress like Cole Slauson today. I'm wearing a vest, no joke, and I have a floppy hat like his. I actually dress like this guy. Uh-huh. So now, him. he doubles uh, his offer to $1,000. Oh. And he reluctantly accepts. Now, I just don't get how this loser has $1,000, and then he buys a spa treatment for the naughty, uh, which costs $2,000. How does he just drop three grand after he drove to L.A. in a loser car? You know what I mean? So instead of a body count for this movie, we should have a money count. Like, how much money has this loser fucking spent so far? Because he yeah. took his car from Maine, he quit his job uh, at his residency, right. and he drove literally drove across country because you see his car in Los Angeles. And right. then, yeah, he's $1,000 for this. He's going to 2000 So I would say right now he's about forty five deep. <laughs> Right, forty five hundred. Yeah, yeah. 
losers drive. You talking country. money makes me want to talk about the budget. It Which, it yeah. was nine million dollars to uh, make this film, and check this out, Mike. It was only in the theaters for um, seven days, and during that, its opening weekend, it made twenty. Oh, look, the guy who got dissed in the bar is the skipper who's oh, going to no, take him out on a cruise. So he's like, no way, uh-uh. He ran away. <laughs> Not with the naughty. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the weekend that was released, it made $27,000. He just pulled a whiskey <laughs> bottle like out of the air from uh, like he's Bugs Bunny. How much thousands of dollars they made over the opening weekend? Jack Daniels. It, tw- they made $27,000 for his opening weekend. <laughs> So that was, I do remember that was part of the Razzie controversy is that why would they, uh, if you had a bad movie you and you want to award it, shouldn't it be a more mainstream, knowable movie? Like this is easy, this is shooting fish in a barrel and no one's uh, really heard of gotcha. it. And if you expose light to it, it gets exposed. Whereas yeah. it, had they not said anything, no one would have realized. But I also think this is a pop culture moment too because he was such a... Uh, hot like uh, society item like people mm-hmm. not did nothing. She, this movie was made just because of her. It was made just because of her, and she had five seasons of The Simple Life under her belt at this point. Wow, yeah. that was a big deal. That that reality show because uh, it was one of the first like reality shows that just kind of set the template for the rest of them. You know, like these fabricated it, stories about well-to-do people doing you know lowering themselves class-wise. She was, what they, it was her, Nicole Richie, as you know, yeah. and, you know, the, the daughter of the famous Lionel Richie, and they were, were always slumming it. They were always going to, like, a farm or, you know, like, a, the hood. And um, one time, what inspired me, actually, to write a film, believe it or not, one time on this show, the woman of the house says, uh, she's talking to somebody else and says, I've got to get going. I really, I'm late and I need to get to Walmart. And then Paris Hilton says, what's Walmart? Ah, uh, but that's ridiculous. Talk about being disconnected, you know? What about, uh, doesn't she have a line of products at Walmart? Doesn't she have like a Paris Hilton line? Very possibly. I, I didn't see that in my research. I'll tell you one thing that's really interesting. Yeah. When um, The Simple Life premiered, okay, one week before it premiered, she uh, the sex tape was was uh, leaked to YouTube to uh, the internet. So clearly, 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 she did that on purpose. I guess. I mean. I don't know the story. Like, if, did someone first release it, and then she just decided to get it released since it was out there anyway? She authorized it and with the company. Okay, so okay, as you know, way back when um, a sex tape being released was not cool, not at all. As a matter of fact, when Pam Anderson's came out, they fought very hard to suppress that tape. Her and Tommy Lee Jones, but it made them more popular than ever. And when that happened. Paris Hilton was the second one. She did it on purpose. She admits it. Huh. She said, I, 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 you know, I'm going to do a sex tape. And she released it one week before The Simple Life, and everybody tuned into The Simple Life. And then her childhood friend, Kardashian, 
did the same thing. Right. She released, okay, wait. You see, her toenail ended up in his mouth. So he freaks. <laughs> yeah. That's what exactly. anyone in Los Angeles would do. They would jump into the fucking arena and swim away. Where are you swimming to? The other pier? You fucking idiot. He says, um, don't worry, the Coast Guard will probably pick him up after a while. Okay, see, look, they live on Venice Beach. That house that you just saw on Venice Beach, a gazillion dollars, right? And you have to be oldest of money to actually fucking have dibs on that place. Give me a fucking break. That's why I think these, when bad movies do Venice Beach, they have, it's like, it's shorthand. It's just shorthand. Like, it's wacky Los Angeles. Right. But it's like, no one can It's easy. It's easy for them. Yeah. Look, now he's lying and saying, look, I got this spa thing. It was a giveaway. Oh, you know, why don't you guys take it? Oh, I'm yeah. not going to use it's it. It's $2,000 in a spa one day? Yeah. What can you do? How many happy endings can you have? <laughs> yeah, right. Is you that how it works? bring so? a lot of Viagra. <laughs> yeah, right. At my, I, I would be like, oh, wow, thanks, great. Uh, I require 45 minutes. <laughs> I'll be right back to you. She's drinking a wine. For the Razzie, Hilton only won three Razzies. She Uh won Worst Actress, Worst Screen Couple, and Worst Supporting Actress for a different film, her role in the horror fantasy Repo, The Genetic Opera, which I didn't see. Oh, yeah, right. That's directed by the guys who did Saw. I haven't seen it. Uh, as a bad movie aficionado, it definitely pings my radar. It's a musical. Mm-hmm. It's like in the uh, style of Rocky Horror about the future where they repossess organs. And there was actually a movie called Repo Men, mm-hmm. No Relation, where in the future there's people who repossess organs. But there was no singing in that one. It had nothing to do with Alex. What Cox. a terrible th- I saw that film. It was horrible. Yeah, and actually, I think Alex Cox sued the director of Repo Man, uh, sued because he was doing he wanted to use that for a sequel name, and he actually made a sequel to Repo Man called Repo Girl, which is uh, also would ping your bad movie radar. So it sounds like it would. He did all uh, it's all CGI backgrounds in it. So there's adventures on trains, and you know it's 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 uh, I, I I watch every movie he makes, so it's not the worst one he made. It's a good one. It's interesting. But it's not Repo Man. It's, it goes off in a different direction. All Repo right. Man was really good. Yeah. Oh, now, listen, good. I, I want to tell you something about this Razzie or... Yeah, or, please do. You know, okay, so it's not the... Actually, okay, not Razzies, but the fact that it was so bad. They exploited that. Internationally, it made a million... A million and a half dollars. I mean, never mind it lost money. It was $9 million budget. But I mean, they squeezed a million and a half dollars out of this film internationally, uh, even though it only made like 30 grand (laughs) domestically. Um, When the film was released in the United Kingdom, it was advertised as the number one film. Get that. But the small print revealed that it was the number one film in the Internet Movie Database's bottom 100. (laughs) <laughs> That's like a Mad Magazine uh, uh, parody. Yeah. Number one, according to the internet's asterisk. The worst movie. Yeah. yeah. We're the number one movie. The worst movie. Critics say, quote, dot, 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 movie, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Roger Ebert says, dot, dot, dot. Paris, um, Paris helps scout 
locations for this movie, which doesn't make sense because it's all Venice Beach. She didn't scout shit. Hey, can I but, tell you? Oh, yeah, go ahead, please. Okay, just one quick thing. This movie was actually supposed to take place in Boston, believe it or not. And it was that before she came on board. Now, the thing is, I thought this movie was started with her and ended with her. But no, apparently, The Hottie and the Naughty was written. And they said, we need a hottie. And they chose Paris. Huh. And it was in Boston. And she, now, look, she's a native New Yorker. It's true. But she's based in Los Angeles. She's, she had done five seasons of The Simple Life, and she just didn't want to leave home again. Oh, so and she could it. just see herself freezing, jogging in little shorts beside, like, you know, I love that dirty water. And they yeah, said, okay, fine. Uh-oh, Los they're going to electroshock this guy. Yeah, what they're doing here is they're doing that, um, uh, like, positive reinforcement, negative reinforcement. Oh, like a clockwork so, orange. They're going to make sure. Yeah. yeah. And then they'll hypnotize them. Oh, I'm sorry. I said the mom wasn't back anymore, and here she is. Yeah, she's not approving of this. So, look at beautiful girl. Shark! <laughs> <laughs> they go, are you kidding? Are you insane? I'm not doing this. For $1,000 a week. Uh, Look, ice cream when you see the naughty. Positive reinforcement. So how much money they spent on these blow-up photos? (laughs) 200? Oh, yeah. Add that to the 4,500, right? I'll keep it a buddy count, a buddy trail. Uh, And and add electrical uh, equipment. Add duct tape and electrodes. That metal band that goes around your head when you tie the electrodes to it? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I forgot what I was going to say about Miss Paris. Oh, my favorite Paris Hilton movie is a Sofia Coppola film called The Bling Ring. and I Called what? I didn't hear you. The Bling Ring. Uh-huh. And it's a fantastic movie. It's a true story about these kids uh, in Los Angeles who would go to celebrities' houses and steal their shit. And they would post it on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all that shit. And they break into Paris Hilton's house in Los Angeles. Wow. And it's her real house. And it really did happen. <laughs> so in real life, they broke into Paris Hilton's house and stole her shit and party in her place. And in the movie, they used Paris Hilton's actual house. Criminal. I mean, they, they shot it in her house. The movie. That was basically, yeah, it's criminal. Kids today. Now, you might have noticed the gag that when he was hypnotizing him, the guy holding the watch, Arno, also got hypnotized. Oh. Well, now, that's that? like a science fiction green girl, and they're, through hypnosis, associated. He's got a, like a, a, not for dummies, but a... Oh, right. It's like, uh, <clears throat> by whatever our lawyers allow us to call this book, but without yeah. being sued by dummies. So... Now, when she when he sees the hottie, he's going to think she's that sexy green girl from Star Trek. All right, thanks for explaining me that. It saved me some time on my brain. <laughs> and now they have to think of a like a, a not a safe word, a break word. Like oh. when I say this word, you'll snap out of it, right? Right. So Arno comes up with, "I love midget mimes." What's up with Arno? He's wearing like uh, he's oh Arno's out. Yeah, he's, that's he's the got joke. a sweater vest and a, a tie. Now watch she goes. She goes. He goes. Oh, it's the green lady. She is sexy, and he's like, it worked. 
It worked. This is a lot of effort. See how he's hiding, loser? That's oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. gag. It says lure. Hey, check out my Elsar. <laughs> he's letting him in. <laughs> okay, Pacific Park. So this is um, oh, Santa Park. Monica. Okay. Well, I know that... Um, Oh, this is Santa Monica Pier? I guess so. Yeah. God, I've, I've been here a bunch of times. Yep, there it is. There's the view. Mm-hmm. I told you the story. I had a cousin, an uh, eight-year-old cousin I was hanging out with, and uh, he was really upset, and we were outside the Santa Monica video arcade, and he was sitting down, and he was crying. Oh. And I was consoling the kid, and I look up, and on the roof of the arcade are three to four Santa Monica Police Department guys holding rifles, like just monitoring the pier. Really? And the guy, one of the cops holding a rifle, looks at me and he like gives me like a dad's what's up nod. Like, what's up, oh, dad? I told you, you told me this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was right down cool. there. Okay, so Cole Slauson is now like overreacting that the hottie is hot. Uh, the naughty is hot. Oh. And like he's trying to calm it down, calm it down. You know, don't overplay this thing. But he can't help it. He's hypnotized. That's right. Well, naughty doesn't mind. She doesn't mind. She really never gets attention, according to this film. Wow. So Paris Hilton at the end of this film is going, you know what, Naughty? We should take <laughs> you to a dentist. Did I pronounce that right? <laughs> dentist. She Look how he has no ice cream. Everyone else does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he needs he goes, both up, hands. You've got some ice cream. Yeah, he's licking them all. Oh, obviously he's hypnotized. Oh, do you think Paris is going to figure what's up? She's like, I... By the way, she studied, to get ready for this film, she studied with a Los Angeles acting coach, and she, and she oh, claimed... Oh, no, there's a midget Paris mime. Claimed, what's that? There's a midget mime right now, right? Right, and, he, and, and the little girl just said, I love midget mimes, and it's like, breaks the spell. See? Oh, no. <laughs> One of the actual funny lines. Oh, now the dad's correcting him? Her? Well, she, she shouldn't say midget. Yeah. Now she's, like, all confused. He loved me, then all of a sudden he hated me. It doesn't make sense. And so now we're going to watch the midget mime perform. Well, for how many minutes? <laughs> <laughs> the end credits are going to roll over his performance? No. Hey, look, everyone's smiling and not creeped out by a mime. I love watching mimes. I hate hearing them, though. I can't hear a thing. <laughs> yeah, I was hanging out with this mime, and he wouldn't shut up. <laughs> well, I was saying, like, uh, you want to see that entertainment? I was saying a friend wanted to go. I said, well, that's yours. He goes, what are you talking about? That's mime. Uh-huh. Okay, look, he's doing a portrait of her, and ha-ha! Oh, he drew a hyena with her face on it. But that is not polite. And you know who doesn't like that? Who is upset? A new character named Johan Erb. Oh, Johan Erb from the credits. Erb. says, I don't like that. I don't like that. But I do like you, naughty. This is Erb. Ah, jump! 
Oh, wow. He really head kicked that, uh, head punched that mime. Oh, sure. Beat up a mime. I mean, a midget. Like, that's hard, you know. But he was on an elevated stage, is what you're saying. So it was uh, even easier for him. <laughs> so oh, now look. they're at his... Also Santa Monica here. house. They all live in Venice. Like, God bless him. Well, this guy's a dentist, and he does modeling. And he, like, the premise of this thing is, is um, Nate is now sitting next to the perfect guy, you know? And oh, right. he does, works with Doctors Without Borders and charity. It's just like he's a he's just the greatest 100% guy. Then the truth is, of course, just like many, many a boy, he's trying to pretend to get up close to the naughty so that he can really get to the hottie. Sweet. But he's fooling Nate. Nate knows that. I'm surprised he's not trying to do this to hit on Nate. <laughs> that would be really? fun. Yeah. Uh, this guy came to New York City at 17 with his uh, father, and he just started modeling. They were like, you're a knockout. And his first film ever, he's done lots of TV, but his first film ever was a, just a, playing a bodyguard in uh, Zoolander. Oh, great. Which, yeah. Which made sense, like somebody from the modeling world, the right. Zoolander, so. Uh, and also, he's uh, able to walk around California because Herb is legalized now. Because what? Herb. Is legalized? Yeah, is it legal? U-R-B, Wait, Herb? Oh, because his name is Jonathan Herb, it's U-R-B. <laughs> okay. That's the first uh, thing I thought of. Yeah, legalize it. Uh, his real name is Johan. Uh, Johan Herb? Let me see. U-R-B? It's, no, it's Johan... World rich, world rich. You're world rich, but uh, we're all rich. We're all rich. Oh, I got you. We're all rich. So they're calling him Johan. That's his. That's his real first name. I don't know if that's a coincidence or not. Oh, he's yeah, right now. He's he's pouring it on thick right now. You know, showing what a great guy he is. And Nate is not falling for it. But those girls are falling for it. Eris is falling for it. Oh, yeah. And and he offers to fix her teeth. Hey, man, that's better than what... I, hey, you know what? Fucking Shaggy over here is trying to do the same shit. At least this guy is fixing her teeth. Oh, yeah. This guy, Shaggy, is like... Uh, Nate is like the lowest, love the low character. Yeah. He's a liar, liar, liar throughout the whole thing. And we're supposed to be on his, you know, the movie wants us to be on his side and get the girl. And also, are they at his house right now and he made them dinner and they're eating it outside his place? Uh, Johan, of course, made him dinner. And it's the excellent best thing. And it's the <laughs> recipes from his mom and that God. kind of stuff. Well, they got this covered. I don't need to ask questions. <laughs> if I actually watched the movies we put on our show, I would probably know the answer now. Well, thank you, Carl, by the way. Thank God you watched these movies before me, because I don't think I could watch this. The Houston Chronicle determined that based on the box office receipts, an average of 28 people per theater saw the movie on the opening weekend. Not per viewing, but... Yeah. Well, see, you know, what's interesting, so this is, again, a bad movie. This movie is obviously is bad. Uh... But it didn't really make any box office, so should we consider it? I say yes, because this is a cultural uh, right, artifact as well. Right, because of the pop reference. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's because of her popularity that uh, this movie is here. There he is on the cover of Men's Abs. He just can't, <laughs> excuse me, he just can't win. 
I don't really like men's abs. I wish they would uh, expand their coverages, you know, talk about arms. <laughs> I have six-pack abs. It's just a six-pack of marshmallows. <laughs> this was shot in 21 days. Great. Perfect. And this guy's not working? It's so easy and convenient, right? It's in L.A. It only, you know, yeah. 21 days, three weeks. Um, you know, just they 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 kicked it out. They just... This movie's ahead of its time. I, I mean, if it came out now, it would be on Crackle and we'd be hearing about it. You know, you don't need people to go into a theater. You just need someone to click the link or, you know, play the video. <laughs> Paris would tweet, hey, here's my new movie in bed. I got to renew my subscription to men's abs. To men's abs? Yeah. By the way, men's ass, much better magazine. <laughs> oh yeah, I have men's ass. Uh, right now, the pages are all sticky. <laughs> so, he, when we just saw him eating, um, Johan was saying, "You have unbelievable bone structure." And it's funny, her mole is continuity error. It was on the left side of her face. The next scene, it's on the right side of her face. I should have brought it up, of course, while we were there. <laughs> well, I got to. We got to keep an eye on the mole then. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the only continuity error. It's supposed to be on her right lower. If you're look, if you're behind her eyes, it's on the right lower. I saw this movie where uh, it might uh where the mole on the guy's face keeps changing per shot, and it was just mm-hmm. it wasn't funny. It was just more annoying. That was uh, Austin Powers did a big mole thing. Okay, so here we have. The healthy people are no problem with this long walk, and the two unhealthy people are struggling. Uh, <laughs> it's, it is a beautiful walk up there, though. Are they with the Hollywood sign? Is it? Yeah. I no, mean, that's not where they are. Oh, no, I but see. Look at the water. Look yeah. at the water. They're not there. Well, maybe in the future. When Los Angeles okay, sinks. So, now, what's happening here is Nate and the Naughty are making a little connection. You know, because they're too and exhausted. Her, her, um, her mole is covered because it's getting worked on, and her teeth are better than ever because he's working on them. You see, if I made this movie, I I wouldn't have a pretty girl made to look ugly. I would have picked an ugly girl like uh, um, who's the voiceover in Bob's Burgers? Who's on um, <laughs> who's on Last Man on Earth? Uh, Kristen Wiig. You would consider not Kristen Wiig. What's her name? Uh, Kristen something. I don't, I disagree on that one. You think she's pretty? But she's pretty, but I understand she gets to play the mousy roles. So. Okay, but let's suppose that you didn't know her face. You never saw her before, and boom, there she is all of a sudden. She You'd was be like, used, whoa, that's weird. She was in 30 Rock, and that's the kind of the character she played. You know, that's kind of... Okay, well, let me say it differently. I would get an ugly girl, seriously, and I would have our hero realize that he's got a real connection. You know, every time he's around her, he's laughing... You know, uh, she's very sensitive. He admires her. You know what I mean? And I would have him fall. The, he falls in love with her when she gets hot. What kind of values are that? You yeah. know what I mean? Well, isn't that like every kind of high school romance movie where uh, the ugly girl takes off her uh, glasses, et cetera, and then suddenly she's pretty? Like at the mm-hmm. end of Breakfast Club, they pretty up Ali Sheedy and suddenly like, hey, I didn't yeah. realize I liked you. Yeah. Well, the thing is, the point of this movie is supposed to be, don't be superficial, the naughty can be high, you know, every woman's felt like a naughty at some time, and this guy, 
you know, he falls for, he thinks he wants the hot one, but he has a, a, a transit, I don't know, he goes, I don't know, since the movie's trying to make that point, have her be really ugly and not get better. I would have say, I would say, I would fall in love with her personality. Make Nate uglier than the woman. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we could sympathize with the guy, but in real life, he's not attractive. Like, in real life, I think the, no offense to the actor, but this goatee uh-huh. uh, covering his, uh, he looks like a, a hair burrito, a hair taco surrounding his chin, right? Like, it looks like uh, his chin was brought to you by the letter U. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's such a shaggy, like, uh, you can see Donkey Kong Jr. hanging from his hair. It's so unruly. It's just... Uh, <laughs> right it's, now what's happening is he's telling lies, 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 and he just keeps getting himself in deeper with every sentence. Fake news. And they're not falling for it. Oh, they they see through him now? Not now. They just... I, I don't know. They still like him, but, but yes, they're seeing through. He's claiming to be a pilot, and right. then they're, you know... Johan is a pilot, it turns out, of course. And then he backtraps and says, no, I mean in my dream. Oh. Uh, it just, it's just, he's... Pilot wings. Just letting you know what's going on. On uh, Nintendo 64. Wow, so the, yeah, the naughty's kind of like, she doesn't look as frantic as he does before. Right, and that is happening. She is transitioning now into a pretty girl. Huh. Oh, good for her. But see, I would make it that he would be uglier by the end of the movie. You know what I mean? And uh, the fact that they hang out with him, he realizes he's a, a jerk. Well, why did he knock him down? Because he was taking his shirt off? Uh, he was taking off his shirt. Yes. And Nate knows, you know, this perfect guy with his perfect abs. Oh, his abs. abs. Look at this. He's on these cell phones and wireless phones. This movie, if it came out 10 years ago, definitely... Uh... Well, look how big... First of all, it's not a smartphone, of course. Right. It was 2008, and look how he in his house. It's just a cordless phone right. on the left, not yeah, a cordless phone on the left. They're doing a split screen where Arno's on this cordless phone, and then the car on the other side of the split screen is uh, Shaggy on his flip. It's not even a flip phone. It's like a flip phone's uh, upgrade model. Yeah. He, yeah, he's got like a shoe leather in there. He's, he's now, what they're doing right shoe. now is strategizing. Like, and listen. Uh, See, ha ha, he's on the toilet. Yeah, but he's um, not. Is, I don't see cock though. Does he wearing? Oh, he's got uh, his shirt covering it. That was the DVD menu strategizing, chapter seven. Well, they're trying to come up with how can Nate be great, you know, just like Johan. And he's like, oh, you can, you do a little guitar, don't you? And he pulls it out of the restaurant. Yes. Oh but God. Nate says something like, "Can I see that?" And of course, Nate he can play. can play the guitar. So again, Nate, Nate, Nate is like a, a Bugs Bunny. He pulled out a bottle of whiskey out of nowhere, and he pulls out a guitar out of nowhere, right from under the table. Now you see, there's people behind Johan, right? Right, they're they're uh, extras, they're and they good. should not acknowledge the scene, right? Everybody acknowledges because he starts to play, and he's just so good; they can't help it. So the point is there's a continuity error in which there's people behind him and then poof, they're gone. I, I don't know. We'll look for that. They're taking pictures of Paris Hilton during, uh, in between takes. Oh, by the way, paparazzi were all over this set and they had extra security for that reason. 
So that's the nine million right there. Oh yeah, look at them; they're all swaying back and forth. Yeah. So of course, Johan once again is wins the day without even trying, and the naughty likes it. And you know what? Another thing is, uh, Johan has a job. This guy has, has he worked? What? I mean, like he runs over to L.A. and then he just exists. He doesn't get a job. Yeah, Johan is a dentist and he has a job. That's true. Get a job. By the way, he really is playing chords. He really is plucking. He really can't play. They might have been down, you know, overdubbing. Right. But. No, I don't think they had the money to overdub at this point. They were just like, I hope you can know how to play. <laughs> now they're like, okay, Nate, you. Oh, boy. But this they don't play it out to its comic potential in which he right, does they that just cut and messes to it. up. Oh, that's too bad. Okay, so now they all go out dancing. And, of course, Nate's like, I can't dance. And uh, Naughty is like, I can't dance. Look, her right teeth, now they're... Her teeth are different. Right now they're relating again. They're starting to get close, you know. Yeah. Yeah, she's talking like a person. She's not reacting <laughs> to everything. And then when Johan and Paris start dancing because they're cool and good-looking people... Right. The two of them relate to that also. I'm not dancing. <laughs> she goes, come and dance with me. And she's like, no, thank you. Meanwhile, he's and Paris all... is like, to Nate, come and dance with me. So they end up dancing together. Perfect. This is Johan's plan all along. Yeah, this is Johan's plan. So what's going to happen now is things are going to explode now. Nate uh, is going to be very jealous and screw everything up. And uh, Paris will be like, you're a jerk. And then... Uh, they sort of like uh, Nate takes a break. Nate uh, doesn't, you know. Paris is like, you know, Nate falls out of favor. Man, see, now look, see, they're starting they're to, and they're Ooh, gonna have some romance. Cousin. And they both go, "Wait a minute, we start to like each other." Wait uh, a minute, slow stop. Down. We both like the hottie. Put on the brakes because yeah, I'm sir. dating the hottie. So I like Nate's sideburns. They look like little black socks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's shaggy, man. Oops. Hang on, Carl. Carl. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. You went away. Uh, yeah, no. Think my, I went away? My headphones okay. went off. So I got it. Look, look, nipples. Look at that chest. Yeah. Boy, he's a toy. That is more than Nate can handle. Oh, man, that hairless chest. That, where did he get his wax job? That's not a Maine wax job. It would make sense yep. if he lived in Maine and ran to Boston. I'm just saying. Now we, now it's going to explode. Everything's going to mess up. He jumps ah! in there and he grabs her titty. No, he knocks down the hottie. And now Paris is like, you're a jerk. Wow, get he knocked her down here. right to the next scene, Carl. <laughs> knocked her into the next scene. <laughs> um, right here at this Venice nightclub, right now, yeah. the paparazzi are waiting in the parking lot across the street. Um, when one of the production's white SUVs pulled up, suddenly paparazzi jumped all over the hood of parked cars, dodged security to get in front of Paris on the sidewalk. Huh. They lowered the cameras and let out a collective groan when they saw that it was Paris's stunt double. Oh, uh, they were like, hey, you're not shaggy. 
Yeah, Avatar. But why, why would Paris need a stunt double? I don't get it. What was she doing? Well, right now, you yeah. see how he's talking and there's the back of her head? That's a double. Yeah, but, That's a stand-in. But why? Because she doesn't have to be in half the shots. I mean, you have a stand-in that looks like her and you shoot from the back of her while Shaggy talks. She doesn't have to be That's there for that scene. Because there's a close-up of her right now. See how it goes close-up of him? They're right across from each other, but we're never going to see that in the scene. We're not going to see yeah, the yeah. two faces scene. There's going to be a 180-degree shot after she's done talking. Right? Uh-huh. I can't believe you. Cut to him, 180, with a stand-in. It doesn't even have brunette hair in that version. And then <laughs> cut to her with a close-up. They're not in the same scene. Oh, see, look. But they are. Look, and then right here they are. But if that is her. Because we still don't yeah, see her face. Yeah, I don't saw know why silhouette. they would need a stunt double. Well, what stunts were in this movie? The acting must have been a strain. Uh, the, <laughs> the only thing I can think is the dancing, and she got knocked over. Remember? Right. Well, that's probably the stun double right there. That's the stun. Look, that woman's like has broad shoulders, and she's nine foot two. All girls have broad shoulders. <laughs> Manly shoulders, I meant to say. Okay, so now it's three weeks later because he's been sitting around on his ass at he his friend's love house. Me anymore? Oh, so he's been hanging out at Arlo's house, Arlo's mom's house, eating her cookies. Uh, yeah, the gag is that Arlo likes holiday candies, like um, Easter and stuff like that. So we stock it all year long. He just ate all of Arlo's Easter candy. That is not cool. Ooh, Arlo just smacked him, dude. Yeah. Snap out of it. Head hurt. He's like, you're a dick. This is for not getting me that Avatar edition. <laughs> Now, as you know, the, uh, Paris didn't want to do it in Boston because she'd be cold. Right. And she's tired of traveling. But very, it, it was it, record cold days in January. They had to wear hats and gloves. It was like, you know, like uh, 35, 40 degrees. Oh, over in Venice. Here we are in Venice again. I've been to this beach. I don't think that's the actual beachside cafe. I don't know. There is a beachside cafe in Venice. I don't know if they're using it. I think it's to the side of the beach. Yeah, no, there's, there's like now a look, path, yeah. Okay, this is a pivotal, pivotal turning point in the movie. What they now, were, yeah. they usually call me. she shows up pretty. Oh, yeah. And what happened uh, is what this think? movie no longer is a comedy. There's almost no jokes anymore. It turns into like a chick flick, like a romance thing for the whole rest of the movie. Huh. Do they find God? Is this a Christian movie? At the last moment, they start sprouting out Bible quotes and calling it a day. I don't know why you asked that question. Chick flick, chick flick, Mike. Oh, yeah, yeah. Into a romance love thing. I prefer uh, Trident myself, but if you like chicklets, I, I can't stop. Oh, chicklets. Chick flick. Chick flicks, chicklets. Chicklets? Four out of five dentists did not laugh at your last joke. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Let's give it up to that fifth dentist. And that fifth dentist was way to go on next. The fifth dentist liked my joke because he was hoping I could get him a set. Oh, oh uh, by the way, some of the research from this film came from this stupid, idiotic publication called the Paris Hilton Handbook. Oh, I love it when you tell me your sources. I love it when you tell me your sources, by the way. So tell me about this handbook. Everything you need to know about Paris Hilton from Jack Murphy, Uh published by some publisher. Didn't we see Jack Murphy sitting on a park bench in the beginning of this movie waiting for Paris to run by? (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Mary B. (laughs) Side. So where'd you find this book? 
the internet. Yeah, the internet. I got gotcha. you. It was a PDF. It was a PDF. That's hysterical. And so this was published post Hottie and the Naughty. Um, yes, it was post. You know what? I think it's probably true in 2018, I had to think about that for a second, it's not 2017, that Paris Hilton is not mobbed by paparazzi today. Well, she, yeah, I mean, it, it was a really, it's hard to watch it in real time and in public, but she definitely was over-assaulted and, you know, oversaturated. And I, I, yeah. the way she's handled it, I have to give her a lot of respect because I don't think I would have survived a ride like that. You know, it's crazy. And especially because you're a woman, people just hate women. So they're always like, it's just this, li- this film of misogyny when it comes to reporting about her. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, now, uh, oh, but, yeah. But I just wonder what it's like for Paris, you know, when everyone used to love, love, love her, and now they're all about the Kardashians. You know right. what I mean? Like, But she doesn't want the Kardashians' passed- life. She doesn't, I mean, she would have pursued it. But I, I think she still gets paid for public appearances what she did at parties at one point. Uh, I think she's a DJ, and I think that she makes a living off of just who she is. So, you know, she doesn't really need that. But time has passed her by, you know? I mean, she was the hottest commodity with paparazzi, you know, in her garbage can when she goes into the bathroom. And now they're not snapping pictures of her. You know what I mean? Like, it must be for her, like... A relief. Not what happened, because it's kind of old news, but it's a different life. You know, I wanted to mention, we were talking about celebrity porn tapes. My favorite is uh, Dustin Diamond. Not that I've seen Screech from Saved by the Bell's porn tape, but he revealed that Mm -hmm. he used a stunt penis. Oh? Because he said, oh no, Screech from Saved by the Bell is porn tape leaked, and it wasn't even his penis. Oh, wow. You see what um, uh, Pam Anderson's sex tape did? It it made Made, it like... Yeah. Yeah. And I know I haven't seen this show, uh, like Teenage Moms on MTV. There's a show uh-huh. about uh, one of them also slipped a porn tape by mistake, where she had a uh, tawdry affair with a famous porn star, a guy named uh, James Dean. So it was uh-huh. a coincidence that she was sleeping with a professional porn star and recording right. it. And in what a coincidence! What a coincidence! <laughs> Ridiculous. Okay, so this is a chick flick now, and what we're having here is this weird thing in which, like, the two of them are attracted to each other, but he wants Paris, or he knows he's supposed to want Paris. Forget Paris. Forget Paris. Oh, he just kissed the naughty. That's right. Is there going to be a piece of mole hair in his mouth, teeth? And then he's like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. And then she gets offended. Yeah, she doesn't look cool I'll try to help you get your girlfriend back and she huffs off oh boy this is a romance film now good well something for the ladies it's not just for the guys it's so vain that she's suddenly pretty now you know it's so awful she should be ugly and he should be falling for her because she is the woman for him yeah, but these, they known each other in, in the elementary school so he must know something about her other than just being you know teasing her God, that house, I've seen Other that house than, in Venice Beach. That's a beautiful, expensive house, you know. Yeah, what are those red bushes, or is it, they are bushes, right? Okay, here's a party later at Paris' house. how'd they do that, Carl? They just transposed it into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the that's a $9 million budget will do that. Here he is at Speed Racer at the Halloween <laughs> party. Oh, yeah, you could tell it's Halloween. Uh, there's a bunch of Elvises. 
So this is definitely a Gen X uh, crowd if they're doing like Speed Racer and a uh, hot dog and a stick. She's wearing a hot dog and a stick outfit, the girl in the rainbow mm-hmm. outfit. There's a, I actually was at the mall yesterday. There's one in Stonestown, San Francisco. It's a California chain where girls dress like that and they pump the lemonade. It's lemonade and hot dogs. So like all the creepers in the mall hang out and watch the girls pump lemonade. Uh, I think she's breakfast at Tiffany's. I forget the actress name. Aubrey Hepburn? Yes. How, yeah, well, I mistake. Uh, the, oh, the naughty dress says Audrey Hepburn. Way to go, naughty. Yeah. I found out that Breakfast at Tiffany's movie has nothing to do with the book. They're different things. Well, the Truman I mean, Capote wrote the book, right? So it would have been a Truman Capote jam. But, but the, apparently the book is... I mean, it's, not, they're, they're, it's supposed to be a movie about the book, but it's not. That's what I learned. I haven't seen the movie. That movie is best known now for Mickey Rooney's uh, appearance as the Japanese landlord. Should I see it? Did you see it? Yeah. Well, I've seen every uh, Blake Edwards movie, and okay. that one's a I'm famous one. I'm going to write that down. It's, uh, Blake Fast at Tiffany's. Now, I know Tiffany's to be a jewelry store. So that's exactly up? it. So it's a story about Audrey Hepburn who... Uh, Every morning, she looks at the window uh, at Tiffany's. Now, she Paris has, has her period. Oh, no. Yeah. No, wait, she spilled wine. No, it looks like she spilled wine on it. Oh, that's what it was, wine? Yeah, she has okay. a white dress. So she spilled <laughs> wine, red wine on her crotch or her white <laughs> wedding dress. Now, here's what's happening here. Uh, Paris is, uh, as you know, this is now a chick flick, not a comedy. So what Paris does is she's trying to act on purpose, drunk and stupid, around Nate to find out if, Paris, if Nate really loves her for her. She even farts in front of Nate on purpose. Okay, yes, I gotta hear Paris Hilton fart. It's no, it's past. It's past. Oh, really? Damn it! She 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 pretended to be all drunk. Then she farted. Then she spilled wine on herself. Then she said, "Oh yeah, he's annoyed that like." <laughs> Look, he's going to taste Johan's hors d'oeuvre, and of course, it's going to be the greatest hors d'oeuvre ever. Oh, and now he's going to get pissy about it. Yeah. (laughs) Good job, Nate. Go, Speed Racer. This is such 80s. This is such a Gen X reference. Go, Speed Racer, go. Remember the little monkey who was a mechanic? Have you seen the movie, the live-action Speed Racer movie? Yeah. God, yeah. that's like a fucking two-hour candy rush. That's hard I enjoyed to see that film. Yeah. And what a uh, arena that he raced in, you know? Yeah, no, that was cool. I like that part. It reminded me of yeah. Nintendo video games, uh, F-Zero X. But these are, so maybe the millennials know the Speed Racer movie. Maybe he's dressing as a movie. No, you look at him. He's the cartoon. He's yeah. a G. Yeah. No, the Speed Racer movie was, I mean, the Mach 5 looks similar, but no, Speed Racer movie, it didn't have the monkey. He had the monkey. The little boy, the young boy had the monkey. He shows up in the end credits in the last two hours. Yeah, you're right. It's in the last two hours of the movie. It's not in the first five hours. All right, I'm writing that down. I'm I'm gonna write that again. (laughs) Don't do it. I'm doing it. It's great. No, it was a good film. I would only watch Speed Racer if I just want to end it. I'll be like, I just too much is going on in my life. I just want to erase it. Like Eternal Sunshine, uh, that movie. It would erase my memories if I sit through Speed Racer again. Uh oh, he's taking his car off. Yeah. What did Johan say Attack. something about? Hey, what are you doing? 
That's the naughty speaking. Yeah. Deep breaths. Through the nose. Oh, there's a... I love these act extras in the background. He goes karate chop. Oh. And roll him. <laughs> okay, Go so speed now uh, Audrey Hepburn is pissed. Pissed at speed. And he, she's like, he's like, see, what he did is he found out that the naughty was going to get laid. And he's saying, this guy's no good for you. And she's like, mind your business. And he's like, somehow you are my business. Ooh, that is romantic. (laughs) You see, no more jokes. I'm serious, man. No more jokes. It's all love. Huh. Well, that's a very positive movie. No. I can't believe she was, Listen, she was the naughty. Mike, I can't believe it. No, but Mike, if you're going to make a comedy, you make a comedy. If you're going to make a chick flick, you make a chick flick. You don't switch horses in the middle of the race. Whoa, whoa, whoa. In the middle of the stream. Not the race. Okay. All gets, right, gets, all right. Because you are um, panning for gold, and you have to cross a stream with your horse, and halfway through you realize <laughs> it's the wrong horse, but you can't cross. But on the other hand, if you're horse racing and the horse game, you're right about that too. You can't bet on a horse in the middle of a stream. All right. You know, Paris's first role ever was a National Geographic film. Uh, yeah, what was the I film? I know you like that. Oh, National Lampoon movie. It was called Pledge This. Oh, well, we'll have like, to dig it up. I know that she was also in a horror movie, House of Wax, the remake yeah, of House of Wax. and that horrible. Well, it was just a, like a, they do a celebrity killing. You know what I mean? You just go to watch the celebrity yes. die. Oh, here it is. Paris Hilton's first lead role was in a film, National Lampoon's Pledge This, filmed in 2004, not released until two years later. The movie went straight to DVD without a theatrical release, so it was ineligible ineligible for a Razzie where it most certainly would have cleaned up according to this internet person. I think another, and I, I should give a disclosure, uh, I haven't paid my dues in about seven, eight years, but I was a Razzie member. I still get emails and uh-huh. I still respect and love them. I didn't vote this year. Uh, I want to get my act together because we're doing a bad movie podcast and I, I still want to contact. I know that one of the criticism Razzies gets is that they always aim for female targets. It's always easy targets. Like, if Paris Hilton shows up in a movie, I mean, granted she's the lead in this, you don't have right. to automatically nominate her. Do you know what I mean? Like, Pam yeah. Anders, you know, they'll put like uh, like stunt casting. They'll 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 say that's the worst supporting actor, and it's like, well, that's kind of the joke anyway. You know, she's doing this as a cameo. So. Now, um, Paris is telling off Scooby. Paris is like pretty much offering her him a blowjob now, saying that okay, uh, the naughty June has now getting laid by Johan. That qualifies it. See, she's showing a, a whoopee cushion. She's like, I was testing you. Oh. And now that the naughty has a boyfriend, a deal's a deal. All right. And you and me are going to do it. So a night in Paris, never forget. He's being offered a sure thing. But he's going to churn it down. Yeah. Guys, Why? Why? Because he's in love with, let me guess, with the ampersand in the title. Am I right? <laughs> and the naughty. And the... <laughs> ampersand the naughty. Hottie ampersand the naughty. 
<laughs> he went for the hamper sand. Oh man, look at this bed. They got Hello Kitty on the bed. Oh, innocent defiled. Hello, pussy. I wonder if this is Paris's house. You gotta see Bling Ring. I really like that movie. Bling Ring. Based on a true story. I'm writing it down. Bling Ring. Okay, so here is Johan, mm -hmm. and they're back at Johan's place. Deflowering and bed. June knows she's about to be deflowered. Now, this kind of doesn't make sense because it was supposed to be that this guy was really just going for, for the Paris. Hug. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of messed up. He he got scoobied himself. So now Paris is saying, I'll dress up. pick the outfit you want to bang me in. Wow. That's nice walking closet. There's the it's budget. weird how he's like lustful for her but then he wants June but then he wants Paris but then he wants June all he has to do is just be an asshole Johan's touching to the butt yeah he's doing butt touch caressing the butt yeah you can see those muscles in his arm flex wow that body like, is a hottie now I'm sorry I, I, I just my arms are up in the air <laughs> now June just heard some sort of information like she's gonna reject She's not, oh, sorry, no. She she heard information she didn't like, but she's going to just do it anyway. She takes a drink for strength. Oh, I gotcha. So that guy's balls are still gray. They haven't so blue Paris up. has now slipped into something more comfortable. Oh, wait. Yeah, there was, she says, would you please go get my something? I don't know. And he goes in there to get it and finds the third grade card that he made for Paris and Paris forced him to put June's name on it because June didn't get any oh. uh, Valentine's. So now he's like I think I gave the right girl the Valentine. Oh, here's the flashback. So that June's last name is Pig with a, a silent H in it? <laughs> Fig. P-I-G-G -G with an H in the middle. Look at his lazy Paul McCartney eyes. I know, this kid, like, they found one that looked just like Scooby Jr. <laughs> oh, he covered it up, I see. So he actually did give it to her. He, he wanted to give it to Christine. Christabel. Chris, Chris, Christabel. God damn it. But he gave it to... June the, Pig. Yeah. Who, and then the girls hold hands saying, back off anyway. <laughs> oh, and it's still here. And so he's like, I gave it to the right girl. Well, literally, my heart. Uh-oh, look at this guy. He's hovering over her. A lot of dry humping. This movie's rated PG for dry humping. <laughs> PG-13. Kids, this is how you dry hump. <laughs> Only 13-year-olds with the knowledge who need to learn how to dry hump should watch this movie. Uh, there's Paris Hilton in lingerie and not a Carl Jr. burger in her hand. It's disconcerting. And so now he's like... Please put your robe back on because he's trying to not lust after her because he knows he wants June or something like that. So she's like, and and Paris says, "I never had anyone ask request right. back before." Get out. Yeah, now she's getting she's feeling rejected. She has boobs, and he's going to confess about June. Do you see the handcuffs hanging from right there? The handcuffs on her bed. Was it? Yeah. There's handcuffs in the back. Do you see that behind Scooby right there? What the fuck yeah, are those? Yeah, I see. 
It's a sex dungeon. This is the Fifty Shades of Grey room. Right, and she says she never does it because June wasn't. Yeah. So now when Paris finds out it's all about June, who's her friend, you know, who that's her the goal, she's like, oh, you've got to tell her, you've got to tell her. <laughs> Paris Hilton. So she said, I'm going to dress up in any lingerie you want, but you still just keep dressed as Speed Racer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, go Speed Racer. <laughs> Trixie, have you ever heard that video, that song? There's a techno go, song. Speed Racer, go. But I'm going to find a theme song. It's a techno version where they uh, have him moaning while they say Trixie, and you can hear Speed moaning. I'm going to play that at the end of this show. <laughs> I'm going to play <laughs> it now. Idea. Fuck it. <laughs> So after this realization, it's going to be a mad dash to tell the naughty, I love you, you're the right girl. I gave the right girl the valentine. Uh, okay, it's a group called uh, Alpha Team. Uh, do you okay. want to hear it? Yeah. yeah. All right, let me play the dirty version compared to the 12-inch version. All right, hang on. I have to That's it. Oh, yeah. Speed Racer. This is the Alpha theme. It's the dirty version. So we're on the dance floor in 1990. Yeah! Techno! I recognize this reference. Oh, he just hit the... Yeah, he had the garbage cans because they do that on every show. Right. You have to be quick. It's a beautiful house that happens to have, like, a barrel full of trash outside. So he's like, he realizes June's not there. She on her own left. Because he opens the door and is like, June, are you there? Yeah, but he's wearing, Johan's not wearing a shirt. Is he going to like right. tackle him to the ground again like the last two times? <laughs> this is music, Carl. Your song crafting, you can go kiss its ass. Mm-hmm. See, listen to this. It goes on forever. And then wait, I know it's going to change right about now. This is something different. It's not the same beat. Sorry. I just want to hear the moaning for Trixie. All right. It's coming up. It's towards the end of the song. Okay, so he knew where to go. Back right, to Venice Santa Monica Beast, Pier. Where no one's harassing the hottie. The new hottie. Neo hottie. The, the not naughty. Santa Monica is one of her peers. <laughs> I... I not going to compete with that joke. That's a joke of the show. I know. You can't compete with that joke. That's just too much peer pressure. Oh, no! You're fired! Help! So now... Yeah. Nate is revealing his heart, and she's, like, having an emotional time about it. She realizes that she's actually ugly in real life. <laughs> and she now, to, does he have to pay Johan back? For the teeth? No, that was free. And what about the mole? I don't know how she lost the mole again. I Oh no, I think I think Johan was behind that. Johan had like a hot butter knife. <laughs> okay, here we go. So like she's having Here we go. Good one. Oh, Trixie. Okay. 
Oh, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go on mute again for a couple minutes. All right, right we're play, all right, I'm gonna play this song. Keep playing it, or I won't all right. complete. I'm, I can't. I have to complete myself. <laughs> right. We want closure. <laughs> oh, they're kissing right now. Is it the credits? It's over. Yeah. Hey, all right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Wait, I want to hear Trixie come again. It's speed. Why would you want to have sex with a guy named Speed? Wouldn't that be like a hit? See, look, Arno is played by the Greg Wilson. Yeah. Credits. Oh. Has, yeah. Yeah. His name is Greg something Wilson. He uses his um, middle name, and it said as Greg Wilson. But that's so funny that he goes, the Greg Wilson. That was in the opening credits. Yeah, that's cool. Wow. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we did it. We watched the... Uh, the inside joke of 2008, Hot yeah. and the Naughty, a film based on the catchphrase by Paris Hilton and starring Paris Hilton. Uh, no, no relation to the TV show Hot or Not with Lorenzo Lamas. Hey, look at later. the electrician's name, Eric Love. See, it's spelled backwards, E V O L. Oh, yeah, that's right. Wow. He's evil. Maybe they call him and evil. Look, Deuce. Because he likes to take a shit. Somebody gripped Dolly. The second grip is named Deuce. Yeah. They're like, hey, number two. Oh, that's oh, my nickname. I'm the two, Deuce. Right here. Yeah. Can you call me the Deuce? Do you have to call me number number two in front? I need it's number two. Deuce. Yeah. By the way, this that's is episode eighty six of our uh, podcast. So. Oh. Which is appropriate. We should get kicked out by this point. All right. So I think are we we're done with Speed Racer too. Wow. Yeah. That was exciting. So. Um, it was. Yeah. We were watching. Uh, Hottie and the Naughty with you, and I uh, hope you enjoyed that, and I uh, hope you, this gives you more reason to let your friends know about our show, and we want more people following us. Carl, uh... Let's watch. Yeah, keep going. A full-length movie. Okay, so I'm pretty sure that this is... Uh, all right, so, yeah, I see two versions of this, so I want to see if I can find a trailer for... Our next week's movie. Oh, you've uh, once again you have you have you're 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 sticking to this tradition now. You're okay, great. That's terrific. But you I, already I, know next week's yeah. movie. Yeah. So I <laughs> and so if you don't want to know what film we're gonna be watching next week and you definitely wanna listen in, uh thanks a lot for listening. We're done. Okay. Did you leave? Uh, go ahead. Listen to the other 600 bad movie podcasts you enjoy. And thank you for your, your supporting us. <laughs> you know, one thing is that we were talking about a National Lampoon movie called Surf Party. I still found the original version. So we could still okay. do that one. But here's the movie I'd like to do. This is from the 80s. It played at the Claremont Movie House where Carl worked and we shot a scene. I did work Fish there. Yeah. You broke us in for free. That's right. If you watch Fishburger's public access show and then... And, uh, uh, which is now archived on YouTube. You'll see me breaking into the theater. Uh, yeah, yeah. This film is from the 80s. It's called Raise the Titanic. Let's take a listen. Raise the Titanic. Yeah, so it's a Clive Klessler novel, and all his films are bombs. This one bombed, and a film called uh, Sahara Bomb with Matthew McConaughey. What a lovely thing she was. Standing as high in the water as one of your skyscrapers. But enough about your mom. And God himself, they said, couldn't sink her. That's Alex Guinness. And in two hours, she was gone. I'm Alex Guinness, casting a check. souls with her. Control, this is Deep Quest at 8,000 feet. Negative contacts. This is Turtle. No contacts. They're using video cameras underwater to look for Titanic. Mm-hmm. 
Oh wow! This, this is a drama. This is a this is not a documentary. It's M.M. Walsh. No, this is a drama, and the trailer just is nothing but this music. If you come to this movie, you gotta sit through this music. Do you praise the Titanic? I know I raised the Titanic. So there's uh, Jason Robards with a mustache. One choice. Jason Robards. Good. I've heard this movie. I I, I remember. I think I ignored it at the time. Yeah. The Everybody, it sounds silly because there's like some kind of like rare metal in the Titanic, and that's why they want to raise it. Uh-oh, uh-huh. this dog's eating him, and they're in the Antarctic. And also, like, who wants to watch that? Raise the Titanic. Copyright Did 1980. Raise the, I raised him from a pop. Yeah. Well, I was the stepdad to the Titanic, but I still felt like I raised him. <laughs> This movie looks so sounds boring. Oh, the submarine's going down fast. Oh, they're just spoiling this whole movie. Spoiler alert: the ship sinks. Oh, you ruined the movie. Will they ever raise the Titanic? And also, I think there's an exclamation point at the end of the title. Oh, my joke doesn't make sense. That joke is actually about the movie Titanic. It's like, spoiler alert. Oh, right, the ship sinks. But in this movie, the spoiler alert is the ship will be raised. Or the ship sank. Yeah. Mark. See, they're using underwater air balloons to raise, wait for it, the Titanic. 1980. 1980, in all its 80 glory. Still looks like a 70s film. Well, like 1980 it. means it was shot in 79, right? right. I mean, unless they released it in, in December. They could have. This is all about the soundtrack. This this trailer, I've never been more bored. Mm-hmm. The Titanic is being raised right now. We're seeing it in the trailer. Raise the Titanic. Brought to you by ATC Film, the same guys that produced the Muppets. I recognize the logo. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I hope that keeps you uh, anxious uh, to listen in again. What do you think? Pretty good, right? Yeah, it's a great choice. Right. Raise the Titanic. I'm Raise the Titanic. Down. 1980. 1980. Well, with Jason Robards. With Jason Robards. We apologize for last week. Our, uh, there was no, our episode got lost, but this one should be posting shortly. So we hope you are reminded of us, and we appreciate you listening to the entirety and hanging, watching the whole movie with us. Uh, we do this every week. Carl, yeah. people in the in the tri-state, what's up with you? Where can they see their comedy? They can't. Uh, I had my gig on the twentieth. That's passed. I had my gig at seventeen. I, I I got nothing cooking right now. All right. Okay. So you you work <laughs> on it. I should mention uh, I'll be performing at the seventeenth uh, annual San Francisco Sketch Fest today at seven thirty seven o'clock over a piano fight in the Tenderloin. And if you're listening to Mutiny Radio FM. We have a special treat. Uh, my comedy partner, Colin, and I will be performing as the Great Difficulties on the show starting at 4 o'clock here uh-huh. on... It's uh, Getting Sketchy. Uh, and Dave's going to have us on, which I appreciate. Uh, David Kay, I, can't, I forgot his last name. but uh, He's a little sketchy anyway. Though. He's a little sketchy at best. Sketchy at best. <laughs> and uh, so if you want to hear the Great Difficulties uh, do perform before we run over and do the other show, uh, keep, keep uh, listening. Or go ahead and go to iTunes and look for... Uh, getting sketchy uh, and 
That sounds good. All right, so that's uh, our uh, what's happening with us, and we want to thank you guys so much. And uh, let's play another theme song uh, by Carl, and we'll see you yeah, next week. And a new one will come. Thanks, and guys. Thanks, God, and, and thanks, go Mike. follow your RSS feed for Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube.blogspot.com. There'll be a new post on Monday. Thank you guys so much. Bye. Let's watch a full-length movie on... In his thoughts, a lion. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's one move. There Looks is like, a lion. Uh, yeah, there. Bojack Horseman. Yeah, Bojack Horseman. <laughs> yeah, better for. Definitely. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. 
And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I used to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base 10 times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Barn Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco, and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot of bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. 
down. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. I love their their variety of cheese and home decor items uh, and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. <laughs> For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com. Timstesseract.com. So you want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look. But that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, 6 to 8, on Joke Workshop with four-minute sets and four-minute critiques from everyone. Get positive by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, 7 to 9, with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THC. You want more open mics? Fridays, 6 to 8. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew. Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother.
park and take a seat at Asiento, a great place to meet friends, have delicious tapas and drinks, and relax with your neighbors. Located at Bryant 21st Street in the Deep Mission, Kitty Corner Block from Mutiny Radio. Come and get a drink during the comedy festival and enjoy happy hour pricing all night long with your festival ticket. A great neighborhood bar. Come take a seat at Asiento. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. When you're busy, there are just too many important items to remember. Listen to MutinyRadio.fm. I'm David Stolowitz. We're getting sketchy here in the Mission District at Mutiny Radio, which is always a sketchy place if you've ever seen us. I'm playing some lo-fi hip-hop. We've got Mike Spiegelman and his buddy Colin here prepping for Sketchfest, doing some practice. And uh, if you guys want to jump on the stage and use the mics, we can wire them up. Just let me know. Yeah. All right, you want to give it a shot? Okay, well, I'm just going to play music in the meantime. Um, come on down. We're here every Sunday, 4 to 6 p.m., and uh, it's an open space, so you can do whatever you like, basically, short of burning down the place or, um, you know, getting racist, shit like that. Um, so it's an open workshops time. You can write. You can produce. You can record. You can edit. You can work on your bookings. You can work on promotion. You can improvise. You can sketch. You can do stand-up comedy in a place that welcomes the under-21 crowd because there's no alcohol permitted in the building. So there's that. Lots of options. Check us out.
Thank you.